Hello, today is day 33 of the New Testament second quarter, and we are going over Luke 22. So now the feast of the unleavened bread called Passover was approaching, and the chief priests and the teachers of the law were looking for some way to get rid of Jesus, for they were afraid of the people. Then Satan entered Jesus, or Judas, called Iscariot, one of the twelve, Judas went to the chief priest and the officers of the temple guard and discussed with them how he might betray Jesus. They were delighted and agreed to give him money. He consented and watched for an opportunity at hand uh, to hand over Jesus over to them when no crowd was present. Then came the day of the unleavened bread, on which the Passover lamb had to be sacrificed. Jesus sent Peter and John saying, go and make preparations for us to eat the Passover. Where do you want us to prepare it? They asked. He replied, as you enter the city, a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him to the house that he enters and say to the owner of the house, the teacher asks, where is the guest room where I may eat the Passover with the disciples, with my disciples. He will show you a large upper room, all furnished, make preparations there. They left and found things as Jesus had told them, so they prepared the Passover. When the hour came, Jesus and his apostles reclined at the table, and he said to them, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer, for I tell you, I will not eat it again until it finds fulfillment in the kingdom of God. After taking the cup, he gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among you, for I tell you, I will not drink again of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took the bread and gave thanks and broke it and gave thanks to them, saying, This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after the supper, he took the cup, saying, this cup is new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. But the hand of him who is going to betray me uh, is with mine on the table. Then the Son of Man will go as it has been decreed, but woe to the man who betrays him. They began to question among themselves as which of them it might be or who who would do this? Also, a dispute arose among them as which of them would be considered the greatest. Jesus said to them, The kings of the Gentiles lorded over them, and those who exercise authority over them call themselves benefactors. But you are not to be like that. Instead, the greatest among you shall be like the youngest, and the one who rules should be like the one who serves. But whoever is greater... For who is greater, the one who is at the table or the one who serves? It is not the one who is at the table, but I am among you as one who serves. But you are those who have stood up by me in my trials, and I confer on you a kingdom, just as my Father conferred on me, so that you may eat and drink of my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Simon, Simon, Satan has asked to sift you as wheat, 
But I have prayed for you, Simon, that your faith may not fail. And when you have turned back, strengthen your brothers. But he replied, Lord, I'm ready to go with you to prison and to death. And Jesus answered, I tell you, Peter, before the rooster crows today, you will deny three times that you know me. Then Jesus asked them, when I sent you without purse or bag or sandals, did you lack anything? Nothing, they answered. He said to them, but now, if you have a purse, take it, and also a bag. If you, do, if you don't have a sword, sell your cloak and buy one. For it is written, he will be numbered with the transgressors. And I tell you that this must be fulfilled in me. Yes, what is written about me is reaching its fulfillment. The disciples said, See, Lord, here are two swords. That is enough, he replied. Jesus went out as usual to the Mount of Olives, and the disciples followed him. On reaching the place, he said to them, Pray you will not fall into temptation. He withdrew about a stone throw beyond them and knelt and prayed. Father, if you are willing to take this cup from me, yet not my will, but yours be done. An angel from heaven appeared and strengthened him. And, be, and being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. When he rose from the power or from the prayer and went back to the disciples, and he found them asleep and exhausted from sorrow, why are you sleeping, he asked. Get up and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. While he was still speaking, a crowd came up to the men, and the man who was called Judas, one of the twelve, was leading him. He approached Jesus to kiss him, but Jesus asked him, Judas, are you going to betray the Son of Man with a kiss? When Jesus' followers saw what was going on, Lord, shall we strike with our swords? And one of them struck the servant of the high priest, cutting off his right ear. But Jesus answered, No more of this. And he touched the man's ear and healed him again. Then Jesus said to the chief priests and the officers of the temple and the elders who had come for him, Am I leading a rebellion that you have to come with swords and clubs? Every day I was with you in the temple courts, and you did not lay a hand on me, but this is your hour when darkness reigns. Then seizing him, they led him away and took him into the house of the high priest. Peter followed at a distance, but when they had kindled the fire in the middle of the courtyard and sat down together, Peter sat down with them. A servant girl saw him there in the firelight and said, This is the man that was with him, but you deny it, woman. I don't know him, he said. A little while later, someone else saw him and said, you are one of them. Man, I am not, Peter replied. About an hour later, asserted, certainly this fellow was with him. He is a Galilean. Peter replied, man, I don't know what you are talking about. Just as speaking, the rooster crowed. Then the Lord looked straight at Peter, and Peter remembered what the, the word of the Lord had spoken to him. Before the rooster crows today, you will disown me three times. And he went outside and wept bitterly. The man who was guarding Jesus began mocking and beating him. They blindfolded him and demanded, prophesy, who hit you? And they said many other insult, insulting things to him. At daybreak, the council of the elders of the people, both the chief priest and the teachers of the law, began to meet together 
and Jesus was led before them. If you were the Christ, they said, tell us. And Jesus answered, I tell you, you will not believe. And if I asked you, you would not answer. But from now on, the Son of Man will be seated at the right hand of the mighty God. They all asked, are you the Son of God? He replied, you are right in saying, I am. Then they said, why do we need any more testimony? You have heard it from his own lips. So the uh, the devotional writer here talks about the feast of the Passover is the time when God chooses for his son, his son's death and reminds us about how the Passover was a time to remember um, the Israelites putting the blood of the lamb over the doorways so they would not be put to death when the spirit passed over and took away all the firstborn of the Egyptians. Jesus is about to be killed so we can have eternal life. So his blood is being put over all of us. And then it goes on to talk about how the celebration of the Passover is our model for how we celebrate communion in the Christian church today. And that Um, there are multiple different ways we can fail Jesus, but two examples they give here where his disciples failed him um, was one, uh, like Judas, betrayed him to others, which, um, I mean, we can see that Judas was offended that Jesus wasn't bringing in uh, his kingdom the way he thought it was supposed to be, you know, overthrowing the Romans. Um, and then Peter denied knowing Peter or knowing Jesus out of fear. Um, well, and then you also have the disciples uh, falling asleep when Jesus asked them to stay up and pray. And that all of us uh, make mistakes like Judas and Peter. But, um, you know, Peter returned to Jesus. He returned and strengthened his fellow uh, brothers in the faith like Jesus said he would. But um, Judas, instead of coming back to Jesus after he betrayed him, he continued on in rejecting him. And you know, it, it ended with him committing suicide. Uh, often I always wonder what would have happened if Judas, you know, came back to the others and said, I had done wrong and, you know, tried to reconcile with Jesus. You know, what what would have happened? You know, would he, have, would he have had to have been replaced as one of the disciples or... Um, you know, would he have committed suicide? And um, you know, but when when we reject him, we have no hope. And I, I mean, it makes sense why he would continue on to to go and commit suicide. Because if you don't have hope, you know, what else is there? 
Um, but the good thing is, is we do have hope. We just have to remember it and that Jesus, Jesus is our hope, that his blood cleanses all, restores all, heals all. You know, it, it's, it, it does everything. He does everything. Um, we just have to be willing to accept that of him. Uh, so I ask, Father, that you help us to accept that Jesus is the Lord of our lives, that he is real, that his, that what he did on the cross, what his blood does for us, that it, it redeems all, it heals all, it restores all, that um, it's the fulfillment and that when he said it is finished, that it actually is finished. That there's there's nothing else we need to do except to just accept it and accept him. Um, show us, Holy Spirit, in areas of our life where we don't believe this. I know often you're showing me different areas of my life where I, I am not believing this, where I have this false belief where I say I believe it, but my actions show something different. And I ask that you you help me to recognize that, that you, uh, and help all of us to recognize those areas, to repent of them, to accept your grace, Jesus, which is part of what you purchased for us at the cross, so that we would have the power to walk in you and to not continue in those paths. Um, help us to remember uh, about what it is written in the Passover about applying the blood over over the, the doorways to keep that judgment away from us um, and help us to learn to apply the to the all the doorways in the area of different areas of our lives so that the judgment stays away and that we are accepting what you have given us in those areas instead. Help us to come to understand these truths more and more of that you are, that all that you have written in the Bible is real. And when we do fail and make mistakes, help us to, you know, no matter how severe they are, to not be like Judas and reject you and go on our own way and have no hope but to have the hope and remember that, uh, you know, we can come back to you. You can, you restore all uh, and be like Peter and let you work in us and, and perfect us to be more like you. Uh, we ask all this in Jesus' name and uh, amen. And I hope everyone has a good weekend. Thank you. Bye.